Hey there guys, it's George here, back with an ALM Advent video. Now this is day number 11, so if you haven't seen any of the other days, if this is the first time you're seeing this kind of video, then please do go back and check out the other ones because there's some great content from our very knowledgeable coaches about a variety of different things to do with your diet, your training, um, and all kind of stuff like that. So today we're going to talk about the five principles of training. Uh, don't turn this video off just because that sounds boring. I promise you I'll make it as, as interesting as possible and as practical as possible. I'm not going to talk about a load of theory. I'm going to talk about how it would apply to you and your training. Uh, it's mostly going to be centered around weight training really, um, but some of these do cross over with cardiovascular training as well. So I've also tried to record this video once before and I went on for way too long. So I'm going to try and take that down a little bit and speed through it a bit more. First principle of training. Now these are my principles. If you Google this, you'll find so many different variations. These are the things I think are most important in my experience and in my knowledge when it comes to training. Number one, volume. This is in no particular order. The volume of our training is very, very important. It's been shown in studies to be one of the most important things. In other words, if you go to the gym and you do 10 sets of 10 reps and someone else goes to the gym, your friend, and they do five sets of five reps and you're both lifting the same weight, you are going to gain more muscle than the person who is not. Assuming everything else is the same, diet recovery and everything like that, obviously, because that can have an effect, but assuming everything else is the same, you're going to gain more muscle because you're just simply doing more work. You're doing more volume in the gym. Volume is basically your sets and your reps, how many you're doing. Um, so again, more volume equals more muscle growth up to a certain point. And there are a few caveats with that. We need to have our recovery and sleep and everything needs to be um, on point. And eventually that will tail off. We can't just keep getting better and better by doing more and more. Um, but for the most part, doing more will help you break through some plateaus, help you build new muscle. So that's number one, volume. Number two, we've got intensity. One of the most crucial because at the end of the day, it should be the thing that's almost the foundation or one up from the foundation, if we say volume's the foundation of all of our training. Are we going hard enough? Are we feeling that intensity of the workout in a muscle building sense, in a resistance training sense? What that would be is, are we taking the muscle close to failure? You'll be surprised how many people, and you might, you might be one of these people, I was once one of these people, how many people don't understand or, or don't know the feeling of what it feels like to take a muscle uh, to local failure? So rather than kind of lifting your weight and just putting it down when you feel like it, not a lot of people know the feeling of taking that muscle to the point where you physically can't lift the weight up anymore because the muscle locally itself is so fatigued. And not you don't have to get to that point, but getting close to that point is crucial for getting results. If you aren't getting anywhere near that point, your body just won't want to adapt. If you think about it like this, if you went to the gym and you lifted five kilograms um, for five reps and you just did that on bicep curls, your body's going to say, well, again, potentially, whatever, depending on your starting point here, but your body might say, that's fine. I could do that for the rest of my life. No problem looking like I am now. But if you went into the gym and you did 10 kilograms for 10 reps and you were really struggling on those last few reps to get that weight up, your body's going to think, well, hang on a minute, I need to change how, how I, you know, how I'm built to, to lift this weight. If he's going to, or if he or she is going to do this, you know, on the next few weeks, I need to build some muscle in that area to help cope with this weight. So that is crucial. Intensity. Now that links on to nicely to overload. 
When we're talking about overload, what that is, is making something gradually harder and harder. Very important when it comes to resistance training and getting results. So for example, in, in that example I just gave there, we're doing the 10 reps for with 10 kilograms. Our body has eventually built that new muscle. It can cope with the exercise. Well, now what? We can't just stay at that weight for ages because we'll never build any more muscle. We'll never progress any more. So we need to make sure we are always increasing the weight slightly or we're increasing the reps or we're increasing the sets. So basically we're increasing the volume in some way, like we said at the start. Um, that's crucial. Overload, another crucial one. So that's three we've covered now. We've got two more to go. I'll try and speed it up. This video is getting quite long already. Specificity. Specificity is very important. It is essentially, are you training for what you want? So if your goal is to build muscle, is are you training to the point where you are doing things that will help you build muscle? So you, are you resistance training or are you just going for a run and hoping that you'll build a lot of leg muscle or you'll, you know, you'll, you'll build some upper body muscle. We need to be making sure that we're doing specific things that will help us achieve our goals. Now that could be, again, very specific in terms of right down to the exercises, the individual exercises, or it could be more general. Are we just lifting weights when our goal is to build muscle? Because that would obviously be quite important compared to cardio. We don't necessarily need to do as much of that if that isn't one of our main goals. One more thing I would say is individuality. That links massively to what we just spoke about there as well. Are you doing exercises that suit you? And ultimately, that is one of the most important things when we've got all these other things in place. Don't let someone tell you that this is the best exercise for this or this is the best exercise for that. Never let someone tell you that. It's all about the exercises that you feel working the muscles, the individual muscles are the best. If you go to a gym and you try out a load of bits of equipment or you try out a load of different exercises, one person is going to feel them completely different to another person or, or slightly different to another person. Um, and what works for you might not be what works for your friend who's doing the same stuff. So don't let anyone else dictate what exercises feel best for you. Always listen, listen to your body. And as you get more experience with your training, you'll develop that mind-muscle connection and you'll know what causes the most muscle growth. You'll know what feels the best for you, what doesn't cause you injuries. If you've ever done an exercise that you think, my joints are hurting here rather than the actual muscle, I don't feel right with this one, then maybe that exercise isn't for you. As long as you're doing good technique, obviously that would be crucial then maybe that exercise isn't for you and you should perhaps do another exercise. So that was the five principles of training, guys. My five principles. Looks like we're going to get this just under seven minutes, which is good for this video because it could be quite a long one. Uh, but thank you very much for watching, guys, and look out for another ALM Advent video soon.